0: Hi, I'm Graham Lasseau and you're listening to Eat, Sleep, Chelsea, Repeat with Chris, Craig and Brady. Welcome to the Eat, Sleep, Chelsea, Repeat pod. On today's part, we review our disappointing home defeat to Brentford 2 0. We'll check our thermometers, check some form temperatures. The quiz returns as Brady and I go head to head with Craig as the quiz master. I'm Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my brother Craig and a good friend Brady.
1: How's it going, guys? Well, a little bit depressed still after, after Saturday's result. A lot of things were trending in the right direction with Chelsea. I think a lot of people felt quite positive that was going into the weekend's game. We could get a win going into a tough period of of games. And unfortunately, we didn't. And uh, we'll break that down, I guess.
2: I mean, it's Halloween today and it's appropriate because at the moment we're on for 45 points. So it's pretty scary than any horror film. So one win in 13 in a bridge. Maybe we should uh, be planning that little relocation to Twickenham soon. But yeah, not good at home, really. The waveform has been much better and again the performances are alright but results not good enough 1.2 points per game that's only one for 45 points so that's only three more than last season so yeah results need to improve really absolutely um, well speaking of trick or
0: treat there was definitely more of a trick down at Stamford bridge on saturday where they had all the ball again but well, fell it to wasn't win. a treat was it <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. So 69% possession for Chelsea, so Brentford's 31. 87% pass accuracy for Chelsea. Um, and unfortunately, just two shots on target out of the 17 shots they had, which maybe tells its own story. Um, and three saves for Sanchez out of the five that came at him. Although, to be fair, one of them he wasn't actually in the goal for. Um, XGY's Chelsea created 1.9 and Brentford created 2.2. 2. How do we see the game in terms of the setup formation lineup?
1: Yeah, I mean just really similar to a lot of games that we've played um at Stanford Bridge over the past couple of months, but also stretching back to last season, obviously, with a completely different manager and and a completely different set of players, where you know Chelsea players just didn't have their shooting boots on at all. A very dominant first half, I think created over one XG versus zero point eight. Brentford didn't really look like they could do anything. They looked almost like they were just hanging on, waiting to lose. But I think as with Chelsea a lot, young players, no confidence, a lot of inconsistency. You know, at half time I think even some fans, including you, Chris, I think, in the stadium were thinking, you know, if we if we don't score, we'll let Brentford in, they can nick a a rubbish goal or whatever, you know, they'll and they'll probably be able to win the game. And I think, you know, that translates to all the players might be feeling that, especially the younger players. And yeah, I just think right now that is uh, infested the squad a little bit. And yeah, there's there's just no confidence there at all.
2: I mean, for me, like similar to what Craig said, it was a carbon cut out of the Nottingham Forest game. Really, kind of scatty, two XG game, kind of choppy. Got a bit of XG. We made, I don't think. I think the second half we only. I think we barely got any XG until a couple of high XG chances at the end. I mean, there's, there's something that hasn't really been. I've listened to the London Blue podcast straight out of Cobham, some other stuff, and something that hasn't been really been mentioned. This was an Armando Broglie game for me. Um, I mean, I'll ask you boys, like, how traditionally do you think you like, break down the low block? If, if someone asks you, like, do, like uh, you know, on the spot, Mike in your face, how do you break down the low block, you think?
1: Well, I, don't, I think that question is incredibly difficult to answer. Obviously, there's a lot of ways of doing it, but I think one of the ways of doing it is to have creative players
2: in yeah. deeper positions. I mean, what, what I was saying is maybe you go wide, right? You stretch the game out, you go wide and you have to do, like put a lot of crosses in, right? And that's what Man City do a lot. And I mean, we yeah. were putting crosses in. Simon Johnson said that we were putting, from the athletics, said that we were putting crosses in for a job on Costa. And I'll we'll talk about it in attempts, but this was a game where we needed physical presence in the box and we had none. And especially in the second half when really the tactic was just putting crosses into the box. I mean, I remember Sterling putting in a wonderful ball and Gallagher's on the end of it. I mean, Gallagher's not a header of the ball, really. So I think they were very unlucky with the injuries with Broyer and uh, Mudrick and Enzo before the game. And I think that really affected us because in the second half, we couldn't really bring anyone off the bench. But it's just a shame that, you know... Injuries and chance conversion have come back and the, the issues that we've had coming back. And yeah, it was just a bit of a, it was a step backwards, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was unfortunately a very predictable game, um, which was disappointing. I think Chelsea have become quite predictable in how they play, especially against teams that sit deep. Um, the setup of the team is really strange. Um, I don't think you can keep playing people like De Zazi, and Colewell at wing-back. Obviously, it was disaster for this game against teams that sit deep. Just especially, As you said, key to breaking down a lot of teams who play block is to go down the wings. Isolated a lot of those wingers, like Madueke. Felt sorry for him on his own, getting 2 v one every time with no help. And, you know, once Chelsea don't do anything in the first half, obviously, create, you know, had a lot of shots in the first half. The second half, you can feel it, unfortunately, in the stadium. Brentford are playing counter-attack, they're just going to try, and, and and they're going to create quite a high XG probably chance if if they get on the other end, because there's just less players and more space, and that's exactly what happened, unfortunately. They were all over the place defensively, again, for the goal, and I really worry about Pochettino going forward. I don't think he has a fantastic history of playing low blocks, maybe, and, and maybe he doesn't quite understand him, and he's learning on the job, but... I don't rate what he's doing at the moment. And, you know, unfortunately, the majority of the teams are going to keep playing this against us at home. Um, and he needs to figure it out. And whether he has to change the system with the players he's got, or, you know, hopefully people come back from injury will help him out because they're a better quality. You know, it's something's it's got to give. And maybe he has to sit a bit deeper with the team if he's playing people like Jackson, Sterling, and Madaweke, who, who don't have that maybe creativity within themselves. And, and and we go a bit more counter counter-attacky, or you know, my win and Kunku comes back and he's able to play maybe three five two or something with flying win backs with James and Chilwell. then and, and maybe it looks a bit better. But at the moment, not impressive. And you know, Chelsea didn't really offer enough in the second half, and and were easily beaten. I would
2: say, um, ran out of ideas. I thought I thought the second half was very similar to the West Ham away second half. Um, just panicked a bit panicking on the ball. Um, even Cole Palmer, who I think was one of the best players, was drifting around a lot more and the substitutions affected him a little bit and, yeah, just a bit panicky and, you know, need cool heads in that situation and I do really think in this game, I mean, if you had Chilwell and James uh, and Broyer on the pitch against his system, I think it would be much better. I mean, there was a like Marco Correa chance in the first half with Chilwell. I mean, there's a lot of controversy about Chilwell whether he should play or not but or when, he, when he's fit. You can see him putting that away so... Yeah, and obviously with James, James created a very high XA. I think James created like 0.26 XA when he came on. He was only on the pitch for like 25 minutes. So he created the best chance in the second half. So if we had different personnel, you'd say that. But at the moment, yeah, the injuries and again, the kind of attacking fluency in the final 20 metres is really affecting us. Anything else, Craig?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, a lot of the fans are really, really negative. Um, Chris is obviously very negative about Pochettino um, with regards to the the performances. Um, I'm I'm nowhere near as negative as that. I know. Um, I, I feel very good about the direction that the club's heading. I've uh, been very unfortunate, obviously, with the players that he's had available to him off the bench, especially on on Saturday in terms of changing the game. I think if you look at our attacking subs on the bench, obviously Mudrik wasn't there. Um, he was injured. And Broya was injured as well. Obviously, Nkunku's still out, um, and Trickwamaker's still out. There's actually there was actually no players to bring on from the bench. Mm-hmm. Zero attacking players, unless unless I'm forgetting
2: someone that could have come on. Do you think there was a world where he didn't start Maduweke and he brought him off the bench, if you know what I mean? Because there really was like, other than bringing Reece James on, I mean, Reece James was the only attacking option. I mean, he put poor Ian Martin on, on the right wing again, then 10, and then he put him left back. It was a mess. I mean, he'd been called out on social media a lot, you know, for his bad performance. But to put him, you know, on the opposite end of the pitch that he usually plays is a bit, is you know, it's very harsh to do that. So do you yeah. think maybe he, could have, he maybe could have kept Maduweke on the bench with a bit of impact second half? I was thinking that.
1: Yeah, potentially, but I quite like the, the switch to four two three one before the game. I think it it was working quite well. Um, Second-half performance wasn't wasn't as good as the first-half performance, that's for sure. I know Chris was, was quite high on Martsen, playing higher up the pitch um, earlier in the season. Chris, what what did you think of him when he came on?
0: I thought he was very poor. I know you wanted him to start ahead of well, but I don't rate him in any position at the moment. I think his head's not in it. I don't think he's been treated that well by the club, and... He's not signing a contract. They forced an extension out of him. Doesn't sit right. He's been playing in a hundred positions. He just looks off it. You know, he's a shadow of the player we saw last year at Burnley. who's playing every week. Look really dynamic, skillful. You know, great pass with the ball. And he's just completely lost his way. And I really feel bad for him. I feel like maybe a loan in January might be a good option for him because he just doesn't seem to be getting any luck at Chelsea. You know, I think he obviously wants to play in the position that he wants to play in at left back and. He's come on as a right winger in the game and he he was you know, and he was the last man for the for the goal at the end and he was very weak. He didn't really offer much, he laid on the floor, and that's just not what you expect. And yeah, I thought he just he just gives the ball away a lot. It just looks
1: out of sorts, really, and he's, he's, just, not a, he's just not a Chelsea player, is he, Martin? Isn't he is no, he has no Well, you know, we, uh,
2: we, we, we uh, I, uh, to I don't, be fair, I don't I, agree I, with that. I, I don't think we'll ever find out. Because yeah. if you played him if you him at left back, I mean he, I mean, for better or for worse, he's he's prioritised Kukurea at left back and Kukurea has been playing pretty well. He's, you know, he's making a Absolutely, bit I him.
1: thought he was our best player probably, Kukurea.
2: Yeah, I think he's one of the, I think he have played well. But he's, he's like I said last week, it's a bit of a sort of look at a macro way. It's like, you know, one of the players has got to go and I think Pochettino is sort of My you know, managers do this, Mourinho, Pochettino, Pet they ice players kind of sometimes casually subtly and sometimes not too subtly. I think he's just icing in Martin. I just think, you know,
1: well, I don't just, think he's icing him. I think he's just a bit part player to the squad to start with. I mean, there's obviously there's
2: not really any. Bit, I mean, he said that like he, he listed the left backs and he didn't include the Martin. It's a bit. It's just a bit surreal where Poch sees him. I just think it, even on, on Saturday you could have just put, you could have easily put him a left back to be honest for a Kukurea straight swap. But anyway, um, but yeah, I think just, just about selection. I was worried about the game because we were very like first half heavy. I think like, there was there was you know our, our bench was thinner, thinner than like a crackerjack. I mean there was not there was no bench. So like, basically, you know, if we if it was nil nil or one nil down with thirty minutes to go, you could see the blueprint. We clearly need to go a one up in the game because we had a our attackers on the pitch, and it didn't. I mean, I didn't love Madueke coming off, but he probably couldn't play ninety minutes anyway. Because yeah, definitely
1: not. Yeah, I think that, so, that was one of the issues coming into the game was how few um, options we had. if you're not one nil,
2: so. if you're not one nil up at half time, with your, you know, I think the Mitrak injury just killed us because. If yeah. Mitrak was, was fit, you could have just a Madawaki on the bench or, and have some impact. So I completely agree with that. Yeah, I think yeah, obviously so like, Mitrak not being fit really, really, you, in, really you know, bringing I mean David Washington, and Alex Matos. I suppose they were supposed to be playing the under twenty one game versus Aston Friday night, and they were drafted in. I mean, you know, we spent a lot of money. This is, it's mad, really. It's mad that we're in this situation. You know, well, it's
1: just unfortunate, obviously, with with injuries, right? Yeah, that's four, what I'm injuries.
2: The, the, the injuries are mad, and you know, we've gone from being. Probably when all the players are fit, we'll probably have too many players. And, you know, we can't seem to get a balance. We seem to have not enough or too many. So, That's a, uh, so yeah, I mean, the, the second half, it was just sort of Cole Palmer running around, trying to... It was a bit like an orchestra. It's uh, a bit like a conductor without an orchestra who could play the instruments, really. He just, he sort of, he was trying everything, but he just couldn't, he just couldn't get it done. And, yeah, just needed more help. And there weren't some great attacking performances, which we'll talk about in attempts, but... Really, from didn't, we didn't really look massively like scoring until the right at the end, maybe, that Palmer chance. I mean, we were just caught knocking on the wall, really, and uh, knocking on the door and nothing nothing really happening. So, yeah, it was what it was. We should, we should probably
1: mention the, the penalty as well. Um, I know yeah. Raheem Sterling was, was pushed over in the first half after 30 minutes. I thought it was a clear penalty. Um, it was yeah. referred to VAR at the time, and, and they ignored it. Um, what do you guys think about that?
2: I mean, I watched it on TV and you think, well, I thought he's definitely going to go to the monitor. I mean, we looked at this it, very similar to, well, similar kind of foul in a way to the one in the Manchester derby. Um, you mm. know, I think you've seen him given, but was it a clear and obvious error? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I, I mean, for me, it looks like a penalty. But um, yeah, just those little moments, maybe, you know, sometimes going against, it went for us in the Arsenal game with a penalty and it went against us this week. So, you know, is, I think it is what it is a little bit.
0: Yeah, disappointed not to get that one, but it's just the rub of the green, isn't it?
2: I mean, some might look at the Arsenal penalty handball and say that was harsh. So, in that sense, okay, you know, it comes and goes. But yeah, it did. Look, it did look like a penalty to me, I suppose. I, Craig, I assume you think it was a penalty, right?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely thought it was a penalty. I actually didn't realise at the time. I thought he went down pretty easily when I'm oh, watching. Yeah. Obviously, we're at the other end um, for that because they did switch ends. Um, this, I unfortunately,
2: this. I unfortunately couldn't go to the game, and on TV it looked like a blatant push, and it was nowhere near the ball to defend. I can't remember where the defender was. Um, but um, yeah, just one of them.
0: What did you make of the sort of uh, one of the things I noticed towards <laughs> the end of the game, and just generally, is just the energy levels seem
1: to be quite low. Um, more in the I wouldn't say the energy levels were low, but I would say that the urgency of the players um, to, to, to sort of when the ball's out of play or in situations like that, obviously Brentford were appalling with their uh, you know, slow uh, getting the ball back in play. But but even Chelsea, I thought, were, you know, they weren't going at the speed of light to get the ball back in play. And then when we went 1-0 down in second half, you you definitely want to see the urgency there. And one thing that people were getting really frustrated with was, was Gallagher, the corners, was lifting the ball up to obviously signify um, a corner routine that they had or the type of corner that he was going to put in. Um, <laughs> that was slowing us down even more because he ran towards the boards if he was going to kick it and then lifted the ball up. But yeah, I mean, that. I think that's the one area of the game that I think I can be critical of the, the manager on. See, I think when you create two XG, you expect to score a goal in a game. And, and obviously there's different ways of looking at how we're going to break down low blocks, which I think needs to improve. But I think the one thing that he can control definitely from the sideline is, is the motivation of the players. And then, yeah, I, I would agree that I didn't quite see that on Saturday as, as much as I would like and also surprisingly really because I think Posh is someone that when I think of his teams that's what I think of I mean if you think of g- going back to him you know in his early time even the battle of the bridge or whatever you know his players were very feisty and competitive um, and urgent in games and, and yeah I would definitely question why mentally we're, we're not quite there I think on Saturday. I think it showed I think, it showed, honest, I think right? it
0: showed for the first goal where people are not paying attention to the Brentford throw-in, gets away from you know Sterling and Kukurea. They're not communicating. Sterling's just walking about. They get easy to play in behind, and then the ball goes to the back post. Madueke is behind the, the you know he's not goal side of the player. Dizazi's marking space, and for some reason goes with his foot to clear the ball. That's crazy. No, yeah. no awareness. You should just head that out. Um, it's it's just a very easy. It, you know when we're watching it. It's just too easy to score that goal. And against a team that's, I think, organised aware, you know, I, I would be absolutely disgusted to concede that goal against Tottenham, for example. You would expect people to be paying a bit more attention. But like, where does that come from? Just sort of sipped into our game in the second half, just not really at it, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you saw that last season a lot, right? That was one of my... Biggest criticisms of of Potter was the urgency in games, which was not at the level that we we'd been accustomed to. Um, and when Lampard came in, it sort of changed for a couple of games, but then dropped back. I think we've seen it in preseason and the start of this season. We saw it again, but again, you know, you've you've got to be on it at all times. One thing I would say is that I think um, Enzo and Reese make a big difference in terms of their, their they're both very urgent players on the pitch. Um, especially Enzo, he he really really. Um, shows it with his, his sort of emotions and energy um, and that translates to other players um, but yeah, I, d- I, d- I don't know it definitely was missing on, on Saturday I would I'd 100% say that
0: Let's dive into some individuals let's talk about the temperatures Time to see whose form's on top who's heating up, whose temperature's dropped who's been playing well and who's not it's freezing, warming up, boiling hot Brady, you are going first.
2: Pick of the litter, there's quite a few, in there?
0: Yeah, for the freezer,
2: yeah. I mean, for the freezer for me, it's it's Nick Jackson. I mean, he was trying to break the, light, the wall of a low block of a water pistol. I mean, 0.11 XA, 0.06 XG. He, he did a left-footed floater. Probably, you boys were probably ducking. He went to the shed end. I mean, I just... He just went missing the last half an hour of the game, and I mean, I want to ask you boys, like, you know, what what characteristics do a nine? If you if you looked up number nine in the dictionary, what 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 characteristics do you think they'd have? Let's list a few for me.
1: Yeah, well, one thing I would say when you're talking about Jackson before we break down what characteristics of a nine, I obviously he's not an actual. Nine. That's no, he's, he's not a
2: nine. I, I agree. He's a wide yeah. forward or a winger. I know that, exactly. but what, what well, car- yeah. we're, we, we play him, we, we only play him in a nine. So I'm going to co- contextually put him. But I
1: don't think he play, he plays play deeper than that. I don't think he's like asked to be like a, a target forward or anything like that.
2: But what characteristics, well, you know, just humanly, what characteristics would a nine have? Let's say,
1: well, strength and physicality would be one, yeah, um, yeah elite, elite finishing, I guess you're looking
2: for as well. I mean, and also just heading the pace. That. Heading the ball, he, he, Nick Jackson cannot head the ball, and he doesn't hold the ball up properly. So, if you're going to play him in these kind of games, I'm not. And I'm, you know, he, it's a bit of a reluctant freezer because, you know, he's a good character, and I, I, I you know, at halftime or before half time apparently a fan was getting on him, and Poch defended him. But I'm not being funny. I mean, sometimes you're going to get fans getting on you, especially when you're not scoring goals. I mean, he's scored, you know, f- he's, at the moment he's nearly 300 minutes per uh, uh, per goal for us. I just think the problem is, is, if you're going to be whipping, if you're going to be whipping crosses in, it's got to be absolutely perfect. If you're getting it on the end for Jackson, because he cannot head the ball, he, he hasn't got enough strength to really bring the ball down and shoot in that sense. That's just a big problem. And he's a second striker, wide forward type. He's kind of a sideman, really, so uh, he's basically a winger. And I'm just not sure where you're going to put him because I think he play, I think for Villarreal, a lot of his heat map he'd, and that, that kind of hot run he went on was on, from the left. Can't see him getting on the left ahead of Mujica and Sterling. Maybe, but I think he's got a bit of a problem. So, you know, a lot of players say, you know, there's this big thing, Potch is constantly saying, oh, when Kunku comes back, it's going to be like, you know, flowers and roses, everything's going to be fine. But, I mean, since pre-season, we haven't really seen that much of him, really. I mean, that Brighton goal, I mean, there's a lot made in that Brighton goal. That was an easy goal to score. And since then, OK, he got the Burnley goal, the fourth goal in the game, but consistently, we're not getting consistency. Like, that was a really good goal. It was a good goal. It was a good goal. Don't get me wrong, but... There's not, the chance conversion isn't there. He's missing, He's missed seven chances in eight hundred minutes. I mean, to be fair, Harden's missed more, but Harlan backs it up the other way. He's missing a. Cha- he's missing a big chance every game, basically.
1: I might um, do a clip on uh, Jackson where I just do a a, th- a three way clip of I was talking about him in uh, July when we're, He's not the answer at striker. We need to stay in a striker still. So I was talking about him in August after the Liverpool or what was our second game of the season after one of those games anyway, and being like, oh, he's the you know he's. Jetson, we don't need to sign a striker. He's I this guys, what, that. I really what, good. I play play. And then to go back to now, over the period of what um, three months, we've gone. Oh, it's, full not, it's, not
2: that, it's not that simple because I think honestly, a lot. Of, I agree, and a lot of pundits have said that he's going to be better versus you know higher line teams, and he is. Like he, he played, he played, he didn't play very well against Arsenal when he came. I don't think he was fit, but his best game was probably Liverpool at home. They play a high line, so. Well, you know, Posta Cookley was going to play a high line so I think he'll be effective there I'm talking about versus a low block I don't think you can play him and I've said before this is a bro game and obviously look you can't play injured players and this has nothing to do with a manager just need to get like a, I, think we need to go into, I think we need to go into the market in January get a Tony or somebody just to you know to tick over versus because if we look at the Premier League table me and Chris are talking about it before the put how many teams do you think are going to play a low block versus in the league if you had to guess I don't know 12 maybe what do you think?
1: I mean, it depends what, what you think. I, at you least know. 10, right, you'd say? Yeah, prob-
2: probably. Yeah, so especially a, at ten, 10 times 6, 6 points, is 60 points. So if we're struggling, then Potts come up with a quote saying, you know, you know, we struggle versus low block a lot, but versus teams like Arsenal and Liverpool, we're not, we're well, so I'm not worried. I mean, that, that makes me a bit worried. That's 60 points that, you know, that like we're going to be struggling against the lower teams. They're all going to, there's a blueprint to play against Chelsea uh, low block but we need a blueprint to, to, to beat low blocks and Nick Jackson is not here and I just thought he was generally I, th- I think
1: one of the blueprints to to beat low blocks is, is quality right That that is ultimately when there's like tight spaces and, and very good defensive play Um, you, you, you do need better standard of player right That that is one of the answers is to improve the standard of your, think... of your team which is why teams like Man City sort of easily beat low blocks is one of the reasons anyway places. Block, right?
2: they lose a lot of width right they, they, they have the a city. Have a fantastic
1: system
0: and a way
2: of playing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a to of City, but I know they use a lot. They lose a lot of width, and basically, they can put a ball into the box of some quality and Haaland to be on it. And Jackson. Exactly. Just, yeah. Look, Nicholas
1: Jackson is is not Haaland. I think we. Yeah, but he's not we even.
2: That. He's not even in heading. He, like, some of his attributes are like he cost, can't head the ball at all. Like, yeah. if it's like two out of ten.
0: I'm going to I'm going to defend him a little bit here, which I would be reluctant to do. Based on his form. Look, he's second in the league in miscontrols, which yeah. I think plays into this quite a bit. And you can see it when, when he's playing. He, he kind of fumbles around with the ball quite a bit. He never really feels like he has control over it. He's also quite high in dispossessions as well. Um, I think he's 18th. So he's, he's not keeping the ball well enough um, when he gets it. But... Uh, we've seen something from him, Jackson. I, I wouldn't be writing him off just yet. I think, I think in the we've seen some game. really sure. positive stuff from him. And I would be reluctant to say after however long he's been here, not not that long, that he's, he's not... I don't think he's the answer, but I think he could be I'm a not, really I'm useful not, player right for right. us um, to play in some situations. I think the issue, and I, I mentioned this before, is you know, the the striking options we have are not like for like. So when Brozier comes out and Jackson comes in, we don't change the way we play, even though they're completely different players. Yeah, I agree with that. And you spoke about, you know, how to beat low blocks and and how Man City play. You know, you either do need really quality players, and that's what I think Pochettino is going to hopefully have to end on, because he doesn't seem to want to change how we play or have a set system for attacking. Um, So he's going to have to rely on individual quality. So when he's playing Gusto... It's just not going to look as good as when he plays for his chance just because he's a much better player than him. Not that we can just drag and drop people out and it's going to be, you know, people know where they're going to stand, how they're going to play. Because why else would he play De there? Or Colewell at left back, for example. So it's, I think it's too quick to write off Jackson. I think he was absolutely terrible against um, Brentford. But, you know, they made him look terrible because of how we played and how they played. I think that was, was, think, more think
2: was all, all, all I'm saying is, I just think it's horses for courses. That's all. I think against Tottenham, Man City, even Newcastle, the next four games, Brighton, you can play them because they play a high line. But let's but, say we go to a game you, like uh, Everton away, I would definitely wouldn't play Nick Jackson. But
0: you could play that way against Brentford. You know, we're choosing to play the way we're playing. So, you know, we could do it how
2: the opponents set up, not, not to do with how we're. Yeah, playing. but if yeah, you I don't mean, press them
0: aside and you let them come on to you, then there'll be more gaps. And yeah, then they, they, is, they, they, they did
2: talk that. about that. Well, about co- we, we could coax the press a bit more, I think. Yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think it's easy to say, oh, Brentford just sit at the back. Yeah, it's because we're passing the ball around the edge of the area for about five minutes.
2: What would you expect them you know, to do? <laughs> I just think maybe that, that's like in December, we've got a run of like, well, probably in Kunku's back, but let's say he wasn't ever and away. Sheffield United at home and Wolves away. I'll play, play Bro in those games because they're more physical games. Um, I don't
1: even think you need to play Bro. I think a front three of Palmer and Kunku Sterling would be
2: really, really yeah, good. Yeah, sure. I mean, if, if and Kunku's bad the and You know what? Nick Jackson would probably, you know, make me, you know, and make me eat my words because I think against Tottenham they'd have a better performance because I think, you know, our style will suit them better. But he was poor on Saturday and his characteristics, when you're playing a physical team, he's getting bullied and he's not effective at all. And that's showed he's not the player type to play in a nine. Or essentially in these games. That's what I'm saying. I'm not really able to go at him, but he was poor. And I think he will continue to. If he played that game 10 times, I think he would have similar performances because because of the type of player he is.
0: I don't think he gets bullied that physically, to be honest. I think it aerially loses out a lot, but
1: I think he's quite strong. Right, I think. But having him, Sterling, and uh, Madweke and Palmer up there if none of them are any physical presence, it just completely eliminates his
2: playing any sort of long passes. Yeah. So that, that does obviously. I think alter. he's that strong. I think he's okay. I think he's like six, seven out of 10. I don't think he's that strong. So, um, I mean, strong, he's stronger
1: than habits. Look, anyway, we should have three options up top. We should have, you know, in Jackson and Broyer, And right now we've only got Nicholas Jackson and we only just got him for last game. I mean, the last game against Arsenal, we played Cole Palmer up front. So yeah, it, I agree. It's not, it's not good at the moment. Obviously yeah. it was a Breyer
2: game. And I think, you know. He played and he didn't play well, and that's really why he's in the freezer for me.
0: Me next. Uh, freezer for me has got to be... he's. I mean, his name doesn't help him out yet, but Desazi with a disaster class um, for the goal. Absolute chaotic. I just cannot believe he's finished another game with no tackles, no interceptions and no blocks. Don't know what he's doing on the pitch. I feel bad for him because he was playing right back, but he was just terrible and he didn't help out Madueke at all. It was a horrible game for him. And I think he definitely should have done a lot better for the goal. Terrible awareness of his surroundings. He's got to just get into the right position there. I mean, he's, there's no one around him apart from the guy who's going to score. And he just goes with it with his foot. I mean, it's absolutely criminal. What, what he's thinking, I don't know. And I thought he was poor generally because he didn't offer anything. And yeah, it was just a nightmare game for him in the end. And what can you do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of this player. I don't think he's very good. It's, it's hard because I wasn't a big fan of Trevor Chalabo either. But we've actually managed to find a player that's worse than him um, to defensively. I mean... Yeah, he's he's been he's been so poor, and he's he's so poor on the ball as well. There's a couple of opportunities where he gets the ball on that right side. And look, I know we're limited with options at the moment defensively as well at the back positions. Um, but yeah, I think I would have probably uh, gone Colwell back at left back and put Kukare at right back again. Um, the the you know Desazi in that position, and obviously Chris. Talking about the overlapping, obviously that that isn't really a thing with the way we we structure. Dzairsi plays inverted, and, and Madweke sort of plays the the wide role on that side, and then Palmer plays the, the in the support role on that side, and that's how we build up. But I I don't think uh, even him in those inverted positions was very good. He he gave the ball away. You know he's he's just not a he's just not that good a player. And um, yeah, it, the goal obviously is is really exclusively his fault, basically. And the ball comes in at the back post, he's, yeah, like Chris says, not marking anyone, marking space, which is fine as long as you attack the ball. But yeah, lets it go over his head and then tries to, like, kicks the guy and basically the mid drift. He's nowhere near the ball, so yeah, just shocking stuff. And yeah, that, that Brentford scoring first in that game makes the game you know, ten times harder for us because they're already offering absolutely no threat going forward and now they don't have to do anything at all because they're happy with 1-1 anyway, so... Yeah, just defensively, he needs to be better than that.
2: That was a prosecution, now this is a defence. No, he was very poor in this game. Uh, you know, belt. he was a right-back, um, but it didn't really work for him. I think they obviously put him on the pitch. Ironically, they put him on the pitch for the aerial presence and then obviously did that for the first goal. So, yeah, shocker of a day for him. I think you guys have generally been harsh on him in general, but he was bad on Saturday and deserved freezer and... I've seen some hype
1: like for this player on social media, and I just, I just don't know. I like, I'm, I'm quite. I do think that and you and Chris
2: are a bit harsh on him, and I'm probably a bit, I'm probably too. You know, up on him somewhere in the middle. He definitely hasn't been to say he's like, you know, a few quotes from me that like, he's not a very good player. He's rubbish. I think that's harsh. But yeah, I'm, I think, I, mean, I think if you,
0: I think just, just quickly on him, he's, he is probably. Let me look here. He's the second oldest player on the pitch. Well, no, third oldest player on the pitch behind Sterling and um, Thiago Silva. He he looks like someone who's about 17. He is nowhere near... For 25, as a, I would say a more experienced member of the team, he doesn't look up to it. And I, yeah, I'm but sorry, he's, but... He's, he's I wouldn't... a better
1: player for us, really. I mean, you know, he's when our first team is fit, he won't be anywhere near it, right? Our Our, our future is... Reese James, Colewell, Badiashile, and you know Kukerere or Chilwell at left back. You know, that's that's the future of the team. He, he's not going to be starting for us uh, coming forward. Or f- sorry, Fafana as well. I'm forgetting about Fafana. You know, and maybe it'll be Fafana, Badiashile, Colwell or, or whatever it ends up being. He won't be in the team. But right now, when we're, we're stuck, struck with a bunch of injuries as usual, and and he's having to play. Uh, I mean, it's just it's no good.
2: I think. I think, he's, you know, he's come in and he was thrown in against Liverpool and he scored a goal then. and I don't think he's amazing, but I think you've been a bit harsh on him. But I don't know. It's, it's difficult to defend, Saturday It was very poor. and especially What's, when he's qu- cool.
0: What's his best attribute, do you think?
2: He, he is physical. He is physical and he can get about... He is usually good in the is air. He good
1: in the air. I, I will give him that.
2: When, when when they I don't know if that was just a bit of a body shape thing where he just got it wrong. But, he, you know, you know he, he defends corners very well, set pieces... Yeah, he's I mean, he, had, he's
0: you know, he had zero of one, Ariel Jules one. I think he's a bit of a leader.
2: Well. I think he's a bit of a leader as well. I think he was like that at Monaco. I mean, I know that's not an ability thing, but he does remind me of Rudiger a little bit, the way he pumps the players up a little bit. That You know, that doesn't that shouldn't make you start games, but that is good in a, in a young squad. Um, I just think maybe judge him in a season, but I mean, he has been, he has been. He, he was very poor on Saturday and it was a big, um, it was a, step, a setback for him, but... You know, I mean, like Craig said, he is a backup centre-back playing for the team. So, Baddy Oshio is a better player, obviously. Um, and once Baddy Oshio was fit, then we probably won't see as much of him and maybe he can, you know, less pressure on him and things like that. But, you know, 3rd was poor. Not going to defend it.
0: Yeah,
1: an expensive I, one. I, uh, Craig, I, you I don't have could... anyone for for Freezer that's not Jackson or Disaster. Obviously, you mentioned the Pro the two players that really are the only two that deserve to be in there. I've got to, um, say, I wonder... special ma-
2: I've got to say special mention Raheem Sterling. I thought some of the decision making in the final third was atrocious, I have to say. Uh, especially yeah. in the first half. that got that shot in the first half. I mean, come on, man. Like I like Raheem Sterling and he gets a lot of stick, you know, for on and off the pitch, but all his goals and assists this season are versus, um, you know, promoted teams, we need him to step up in this period. He is that he should be the talisman of this team. Settled Premier League player. Played for one of the best Premier League teams ever. Play, knows how to play in a system. Could play right and left. He's a leader. We need him more consistent. We need him. So, you know, we can't, he can't be having off-game... You know, with the younger players, you can, you can accept inconsistency. He goes... You know, we're talking about attempts. He goes hot and cold, Sterling. We need him 7 out of 10 every week. And you know that's too much pressure. I'm sorry. He is the senior player in this team. So he needs to step up. And I thought he was poor Saturday. He had some good moments in the second half, good crossing that, but the shot was, you know, just some of the decisions he makes in general um, are just not good in the final third, and we just need him to be better game on game, I'm sorry. That's just a that's just, that's just reality for me. I thought yeah, his crossing I mean, was generally... really poor generally. Like, uh, he crosses,
0: his left foot across is really weak and they don't go very far. Like, he doesn't have that, like, visionary passing that you would, you would hope for. And, yeah, I agree, a decision-maker was really bad, and that shot you took. Chris. Yeah, that shot
2: It's like, why are you putting that in row Z? Like it's not a yeah. tough shot. It's not a tough yeah, shot. He like, yeah,
1: he, like... he, yeah, he didn't have a great game on, on Saturday. And also I wanted to just talk about the other winger, Nonny. He obviously had his first start of the season um for us and wasn't very good. Chris sort of talks about him being isolated. I thought, you know, he could have done better. He obviously did hit the bar in the in the first half. It's when a he young
2: player, the isn't it? It's, it's like Madrid. It's a young player. You've got to come a bit of slack. It's not his first start in the league, right? Like, sure. past- I, I just wanted to talk about his uh, his
1: um, competitiveness. He's, he's one of six in ground duels, um, which is obviously really, really bad. And I, that's the area f- of the game that I think he, he should focus on. He's got to yeah. be more competitive in games like this. Brentford, are, uh, you know, you, you, you can't be outworked by by these teams fair, fair enough that they've they got a lot of players back and situations but those those duels are really really important and and you can't have a player going for one one for six that that's really really disappointing that's,
2: that's probably coming from the Eredivisie. let's be honest where he come for psv and he doesn't need to have, you know there's probably not that many 50 50 games and you know he needs to adapt to that but um yeah it's been a poor start to the season for nonny and he you know with the whole off pitch thing before bournemouth he needs to you know, he, he could have had a wonderful moment when he scored, but yeah, he, he drifted away out of the game and when Mudric's fit, it's gonna be difficult for him to be starting games. I mean he might have started tomorrow, but um talk about that in the Blackburn preview. But yeah, the the attack generally other than Palmer were poor on a whole.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'll say something controversial now, but I think Madawake is a is you know, someone who maybe alone would do him quite good. You I don't I I just don't think we're bringing
1: David Washington and some other guy I'd never heard of off the bench. And you're, uh, well, I think, just, in like, loading out.
0: Know, no, no. Well, I'm not saying do it now, obviously. But in January, I think if we, I think we maybe cut our loss and say we we got it wrong by signing too many young players. I think Madaweke is a good player to send on loan, and I think we can get an experienced winger in and try. Honestly, I, think and
2: the I kind of agree, but I don't trust the injury record. You'd be calling him back after a week.
0: <laughs> well yeah, we'll get we'll get someone else in yeah. and I think get um, and maybe push him out on loan and I'm not sure if you a bit more senior in, a bit more experienced to play in that those positions. I'll be honest like, I think
2: he, we'll talk about Cole Palmer. Cole I mean, Palmer was unbelievable in the ten, we'll talk about it probably in a temperatures later. Like he I think, you know, that right wing spot is there for Nonny if he plays well. Palmer's been playing well in the right wing, but I think he might slot into the ten quite well, so
3: it's the, fair the whole
2: focusing recruit. Recruitment on this on young players was uh, to establish them and find out
1: what we've got in them and let them play in the system, and then you can move on from them if you if you if they're not performing at the level that we need them to perform. Like to, to start learning players like him out would be you know disaster.
2: It was a big, big game for him, he needed a big performance, and he, and he didn't really get one. So, how Poch reacts to that, we'll have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, what last thing I'll say on Maduake is there were lots of moments in the game where he just sat on the wing. And it, that, for me, is a classic example of someone who doesn't know what they're supposed to be doing. You can't stand there. You've got to do something. You've got to move. You've got to try and adapt to
1: the game. So that, that's game. to try and get with, right, against a, lo- a low block, obviously. But you can't the stand
0: there the whole game because there's no one else there. Like, is not moving forward. Palmer was sat quite deep. So, yeah, just... I d- he doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing. He's, he's young. That's, I, I don't I think he needs a bit more time.
3: Right. warming up
2: warming up um I, I, just, I don't know i didn't have to put it in here to be honest i'm just gonna keep him in there it's marco he's uh he's a he's a, a may afternoon in kent he's warming up nicely you know half-boiled kettle 97 touches 94 percent pass accuracy. Right, all right fair enough they're probably just a silver or whoever next to him um he actually he had actually had the highest xg chance for chelsea this game which is mad he didn't really want him at the end of it he wanted cold or. Uh, sort of a Mudrik on the end of it. Three out of three ground jewels. One, just a lot of energy, a lot of hustle and bustle. You know, he's gone from the Spanish sideshow, Bob, to the being a part of the main act. He's he's good. He's, he's improving, and um, well, he's well ahead of the packing order at Marston. And then I think I, don't, I think Ben Chilwell's in LA getting his getting his injury sorted at the moment. He's not, he's not even a Cobham, so we might not see Chilwell back this year. So yeah, it's Kukarai spot to lose, and I think likely. I think it actually was leaked today that he might play against Blackburn as well. So. Yeah, I think also, from a tactical standpoint, you can play him in that fixed left-back like you can Coldwell, and if Reese has got the legs and the fitness, he can bomb on. Um, so, yeah, I think he worked for the team quite well, and, yeah, I think he's probably first choice at the moment in that area.
1: I, th- I think he's been brilliant, Cucurero, and, yeah, it, I, can't, I was saying to the guy next to me, you know, he's completely turned his Chelsea career around, I think. So, yeah, fair play to him, and, yeah, hopefully uh, he can keep his performance levels up because I've uh, been really enjoying watching him play.
2: Got a bit of an admission, actually. I didn't say it, but I was gonna in our awards last season. I was gonna go one to watch Mark Cucarea, but I didn't have I didn't have the guts. Oh, to say yeah, it. here it is. I didn't have the guts <laughs> to say it, but uh, what's this?
0: A hi- hindsight coming out the woodwork, is it? This
1: take. No, oh, honestly, I was going to put it.
2: I was so glad I didn't. But now I'm thinking, you know, you know what? He, he, he's, a pot, he's a bit like Gallagher. He's a pots kind of player. All work, all hustle. He, you know, he's in the union. All work. He's a workman. You know, he's just a worker. Just work, 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 work. Not. Not a great ability, you know. He doesn't. He's not going to get many goals or assists, but that won't matter if he can, you know, he play the right system. So if he got the other wing back bombing on, or you know, you know, the wingers are uh, well in front of him. So yeah, but again, in the warming up for me, I couldn't really think of anyone else. I don't think he deserved to be out of the warming up. He's uh, yeah, warming up nicely. Yeah, I thought he was really good. Um,
0: I've. I f-
2: I say they're really
0: disappointed with the chance that he, he didn't finish. And I mean
2: he's the last player in the pitch on that for full 2 two, I'll be honest. Well,
0: that's you know, that's where we could have done better, I think. You know, talked about Dizazi being on for whatever reasons. You know, we need you need extra runners into the box against low blocks if you're gonna play the way that we were playing. You know, extra people he, he made the good a really good chance by making that run. Didn't see it ever again, unfortunately. That's so. the
2: thing with Chilwell Chilwell I think, scores that. So that's telling been... if
1: you're watching Belcher all well while this season, but has he missed about 1.5 HD worth? Of no, I don't
2: know. I mean, I think the guy the next to me what... said
1: Alonso would have scored. I was like,
2: Yeah, yes, yeah. So Marcus Alonso definitely would have scored. Yeah. That. We'll talk about players who are actually here. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Alonso would have sorted it, but um, you we we'll might hear about Marcus Alonso later on in the uh,
1: Spurs quiz, actually. But yeah,
2: I mean, that's a game that that's a game that's, that's a run actually that Mudrick might have made in that game. I mean, again, no, a fantastic ball, but I mean, at least Cucareo's making that run, you know, he made a good run. You know the finish was terrible, but and he could have actually just you know laid it on a plate for Nonny. Nonny was fuming, um, but yeah, I mean he's in he'll there. You got to be more composer, I think. But yeah, you won't get that from Cuca Rado. You won't get that. He's oh, hustle that's... and bustle. He's hustle and bustle, and like he, he's good at what he's good at. And at the moment, he's very good at he's, he's very good at what he's doing and what he's good at. And that's that's what we can expect from him. He's not gonna he's not a goal or assist machine at all. That's not his game. Warming up for me, I'm going to go for my
0: boy, Gianfranco Zola. Sorry, Moises Caicedo. It's uh, difficult with the 25. Mm. Um, Caicedo, right. <laughs> Caicedo, for me, outstanding in the game. Just really, really nice um, player to watch. Just very calm, collective, fantastic passing range. Much better passing today, much more direct uh, sorry, in the game thirteen passes into into the last third. Um, and I thought he was exceptional. He had ninety seven point seven percent pass accuracy. He completed all of his long um, passes as well. Thought he was outstanding. Um we're just he's just coming into his own now. Um so yeah, really impressive and I look forward to seeing more of him's come. I think he's he's you know, with him and Enzo obviously we didn't see Enzo. Um then, yeah, well, we should be seeing some fantastic quality. Um, hopefully, the next few games against some difficult opponents. So, really good.
1: Yeah, yeah I um, think Kaitos really come into his own recently. I, I think we talked about it against Arsenal as well. Um, he, he's playing really well, and yeah, I mean, he's playing like a 110 million pound midfielder should, I guess, like really, really looking like a, like the business. I think we really missed Enzo on on Saturday. I think we really could have done with him. Um, disappointing. That that four two three one with uh, the Caicedo and Enzo pivot, we're yet to see it, but maybe is coming soon.
2: It's it's disappointing for 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 Moises because, you know, his performances are not, you know, they're not getting wins. He was really good against Arsenal. We didn't get a win. He's really good on um, Saturday, we didn't get the win. uh um he's really good, you know, against on Saturday, you know, most passes completed of eighty five. Yeah, and he's he's starting to really warm up and um He's solid, isn't he? You can tell for Brighton, he was a machine. He's just a bit of a machine. Just, I, I, I've really been impressed by his passing, actually, his vision. He can really pass the ball on really quickly and very physical. And yeah, he's he looks settled already. And you remember, he's only twenty-one. So I mean, he's, he's only going to improve.
1: right yeah, I mean, I I don't really have a any more warming up. You guys kind of took the the Cucurea one. I was going to mention him. There's just no one else, I don't think, that, that deserves to be either warming up or boiling hot, to be honest, from the performance. It was sort of a bit lukewarm all round. I think we talked about the players that were in the, the freezer. Those were only really the disappointing performances for me were, were Jackson and, and De Zazi. And then outside of that, we don't really have any outstanding performances. Um,
0: apart well, from warming players.
1: up, you've got to say, or warmed up already, Reese
0: James. He's ready to go, isn't he?
1: yeah well i mean we'll we'll see i think they're being very very cautious with Reese and rightly so given his uh struggles with with this hamstring injury but um yeah he should be ready to go next week potentially to start against spurs hopefully
2: i mean he he had you know zero point three x a quite the best chance in the second half a lot of quality um didn't look quite fit, but you know build up, I, I think you're likely i think Poch said today' he's likely going to start the blackburn game, so yeah we need him and we need him fit and if you're going to play versus low blocks, you need. I mean, we need Reece James whipping in crosses and and breaking that down. We, and like you said, against low blocks, need quality, and he's one of our like, highest quality players. So, it's just the fitness. The player is there. Uh, yeah. It's just it's just the fitness you need to worry about. Absolutely. Anyone for boiling hot this week? I mean, it's it's he's always there. It's it's Cole Palmer. It's. Death taxes.
1: I'm not having this. I'm a big, big Cole Palmer fan I'm and sorry, like I'm here for the hype, but oh, boiling it hot. It,
2: death, death taxes and Cole Palmer and boiling hot, mate. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's like a consistency. I mean,
1: there is he, no he, way we have a boiling he, hot this week. This he, is, out, of respect, is, out of respect to the section, no, we're sorry. not having it. I'm not sorry. having
2: it. First half, first, first he was like, like I said earlier, he was like a conductor and the orchestra couldn't play the instruments. I mean, it was it was Palmer and an idiot up top. I'm sorry, and he, he's a form player at the club at the moment. I think. I mean, he you've got to think he's just come in from City. You know, w- wasn't playing that many games. He looks like the best player, and uh, you know, zero point five x eight probably should have had the CS. I mean, he missed the chances at the end. He, he he dipped off a little bit um, second half, but yeah, <laughs> uh, he
1: just, The chance uh, miss at the end alone—that's worth uh... That's I don't know. I, I, I
2: think I think he's boiling. Like, I mean, I'm I'm the left-footed union, but every di- time he just shows a lot of quality. And it, the, sometimes you know he's in the hot kitchen. He's like Gordon Ramsay. He's, they're all going mad, and he's keeping calm, Calmer Palmer, and they're all like losing their heads. putting you know his boot in booting it in Rosehead. I just think if he had some you know Nkunku around him, better quality, he could be fantastic. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him play against Tottenham because I think he can make a dent. So. Yeah, for me, he's born hot. I thought he was great. I for, if if you rewatched. I mean, you you boys uh, watched the game at the you know at the at the stadium. If you watched it on TV, the first half performance was unbelievable. It was brilliant.
0: I mean, he had the most touches on the pitch. Yeah. Palmer, but I agree with Craig. You know, the chance of the end is
2: this is what we're looking I mean, the, for. The, the team, the team as a whole fell apart second half. And we he, need killers. He, we need killers, Brady. That's one of your one of your classics isn't yeah, it. Yeah, we need killers, but yeah, all right. But zero point his... five eight. He, 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 penalt- penalt- he, he slotted away two penalties <laughs> and Enzo passed it to Areola. So <laughs> He did um, have a um, one expected assist. So I mean his was his, his, his assist for Kukureya.
1: Sure. So, yeah, so, no, yeah, I'm yeah, a, yeah. look, I'm a big Cole Palmer fan. Big big fan. You don't have to convince me that he's a good player, just no one deserves to be in boiling hot when you lose 2 0 to Brentford.
0: I said one day, Craig, to you that if, you know, we need to bring on Cole Palmer, and you laughed at me. You said, well, not bring, what, some 19 year old, some 21 year old kid. Now look I at said, you. Uh,
1: yeah, we, we, you were asking me what we need in the last 10 minutes to bring on a right wing. And I said, yeah. and you said Cole Palmer. And I said, I don't think he's going to make the difference. But yeah, I, I'm happy to be wrong on Cole Palmer. I think he's, like we've talked about signed to be a squad player, really, in the last minute of the deadline window because of the I mean, injury. I'll, I'll put it to you like
2: this. Let's say he was out for Tottenham. We're in trouble. Big Absolutely, trouble. Absolutely, yeah. He, he's become, he's
1: forced himself to be an important member
2: of the squad. I mean, based t- on his performance who, who, who would you even play in a ten? Who would you play right away? It's just, if he was injured, our chances of winning that game would go significantly down. So, yeah, I think he's, he's basically the talisman attacker attack at the moment and he's like, what, twenty twenty one. So, he's showing, yeah. Sterling, he's showing Sterling up at the moment. So, um, he shows okay. them up on Saturday anyway so the other players need, need to look at him as an example I think because every game he plays is given 7 out of 10 at least
0: Agreed um, Right I don't think we had anyone
3: else for that section <laughs> <laughs> I do have a non-football
2: one now, I'm not joking uh,
0: um, Let's go to the quiz Questions about the blues, so you don't lose the beat. A few clues, correct answers only. It is what it is. It's time for the E.S.C.R. quiz.
1: All right. Well, I'm, I'm not going to do a, a League Cup quiz because you know, we went, went down like a lead balloon last time. Chris talking about League Cup history and the finals wasn't interested, so we're going to go. Um, we're going to focus on Spurs, which is on Monday. What's the score, by it? the
2: way? It's been a while. Is it five two? It is five oh, nil two.
3: Sorry,
1: 0 um, nil, nil. Refreshing it. It's the November <laughs> quiz, is it?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I <laughs> don't. Are get, do, you getting a reset? <laughs> um, clocks have gone. Clocks have changed, did not they? I've won. <laughs> I've won. The, it's like tennis. I've won the first set. We'll Go to 0-0. <laughs> oh, we could do um, that. So, yeah, I'm going to focus on on
1: Spurs. Um, and we we'll do a separate preview prop for Spurs, but the quiz here, which when we have all three of us together, usually um, is a good time to do it. So we'll talk about Spurs away. Um, Chris, uh, I think Brady actually. You lost the last quiz, did you?
2: Yeah, a rare occasion.
1: So you can go first here with no, your, your first guess because it's a big advantage actually to go. Actually, sorry, you can go second because it's a big advantage to
2: go first in this. Did I? Um, I think I won last time, didn't I? Have the uh, the uh, that um. Jeremy, what was the guy against Burnley? Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: it was a clean sweep last time, I think. Yeah, I won last
2: time. So so you
1: can go Brady first, I guess. Okay, Brady first, because it's a big big edge. So on the way to uh, most people getting out Seven Sisters to go to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, what is the distance in miles between Seven Sisters and Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? It's a long old walk. Few of us have done it.
2: I actually, I, live, no, I actually live not far from this area so I know this quite well
3: oh it's um, a big edge mm,
1: 1.6 miles 1.6 miles is the guess Chris what, what are you going for you've got a big edge for this because obviously you can go quite closely to the side if you feel like it's above or below Um. go one
3: I think I've walked it I've walked it many times actually uh I think it's it is a long way.
0: Uh I'll go one point
1: five. One point five, it is dead on one point five. Yeah. Seven tube station straight up. Brady actually failed what it with the first guess, which should have been you know half a guess. guess. I get half a point. That, that. that. is an amazing
0: guess. That wasn't guess <laughs> You don't get yeah, half a point though because yeah, you were well, wrong. No, half point, it's a good. It's a good thirty-five.
2: One point one off. It's like XG. This Zero point hey, one, I got, one I got.
0: I got one point five dead on. Where's my? <laughs> I
2: know which. Uh, you F3 should get F3. double. Yeah, double yeah. points maybe for getting it dead Isn't on. That? But yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I think so almost, a, over got, a half hour walk. Does Chris from, uh, get a point for that oh, yeah, from the Chris does get a point for that. Yeah, got it right. All right, we're playing at the Tottenham. So we've walked down to the stadium. Here we are. It's. <laughs> the 22nd of December 2019 and it's Chelsea's first Premier League game at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium 61,104 people were there Anthony Taylor was the referee and Chelsea have won the game 2-0 we're going to give you um, one point for each goal scorer if you can name them Um, the manager is Frank Lampard so um, Chris
3: you can go first
1: And I'll go first. Is this in the cup? And I'll go first. No, this is the Premier League, so this is uh, 22nd. Why is Chris season. going first? Because you, you went first
0: last you went time.
3: First mm-hmm.
1: time.
3: Uh, Lampard at Spurs. I think this is a... I, I think <laughs> Willian.
1: Willian is the correct answer. He actually got both goals. Yeah. That day, that's so, a split penalty as well, yeah, exactly. 12th and 45th, 45th minute, um, both goals that day. Um, so yeah, that's that is job. a that is two, two nil. To... You said two. <laughs> <Yeah. long stories>. <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you remember that game, Brady? Would you yeah, have got that? I was about to say, William, yeah, <laughs> I remember him. I'll give, you I didn't initial let... fact. I'll give you an initial fact who who was fouled for the penalty. It was Alonso, yeah, Abraham. Abraham, yeah, Alonso.
1: Yeah, because he didn't give exactly. it a kung yeah. kick, and, and if you remember, Anthony Taylor gave Spurs a free kick for that.
2: And That's he was, it. I think, was sent off in that game.
1: Oh, that was. I <laughs> mean, yeah,
2: he was sent off in that game. That was. I'm gonna trying be to get boring. a point. Here. It's not happening, is it?
1: No, you've you ruined your next question. Right, let's move on to the. Let's move on to the teams then. So the Chelsea team that day, will give you. Uh, will give you a point for every correct answer, obviously not including Willian who's already been uh, identified as a player in the game so 10 points to play for, Brady we'll let you go first Kepper. Um, Kepper was in goal he was in goal that day Chris, Alonso no, I've given Marcus Alonso lot. the Spurs killer, 3 goals for Marcus Alonso against Spurs in, in his uh, games against them from left back, Rudiger Antonio Rudiger there we go, two one Brady. Tammy, sorry, Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham up front, correct? Two two. Mason Mount. Mason Mount three two Brady. This is a lot better than what you guys usually do for the teams.
0: Good game though, wasn't
1: it? It was a big game. Always a big game against Spurs. I think. Oh, was uh was Tomori playing? For Kaio Tamori, in at centre back. Yes, three three. It's
2: getting tricky now. It'll have to be Jorginho, isn't it? Jorginho
1: did not play that game. The first uh, first yeah. mistake. So we go through. Stay at three three. Chris. Um. Super Frank,
3: who did you select, mate? Um. Did he play?
0: He would have played on the other side.
1: He must play Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva was not playing that day, and I don't think he was even playing for us at that time. Might be wrong. Oh, was that the year before?
2: I think he was. I think he was. But anyway, he
1: he was not playing for us that day anyway. Oh, no, anyway. Um, Kovacic. Mateo Kovacic in midfield.
3: 4-3 4-3 Brady. Come I on, Chris. I have to push you, mate. Aspi.
1: Cesar Aspilicueta. There he is. Yeah. In the team. 4-4. Kante. In oh. Golo Kante. Ticked off. 5-4 yeah. Brady. Well, There's so only one player left in there. There is yeah. only one player left.
2: Hmm.
1: Oh, is this Kurt Zuma? <laughs> it is Kurt. Zuma. Yeah. How you've managed to pull that out, but it is Kurt Zuma. Amazing. Three four, three that day. Yeah. Five each. Five each. Cool. Thanks, Craig.
0: Good quiz. Um. And thanks, Brady.
2: And <laughs> Cheers, five <mate>. three. <laughs> you're yeah, yeah, not doing that set business. Five three.
0: I'm. I'm doing a Chelsea in terms of the the quiz. I'm, I'm just, just play play really measure. poorly at the beginning, and then I come back over the season. I'm just buying a tape measure off Amazon. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's all we've got time for today. Um, we'll be back after the Brent. We'll be back after the Blackburn game for more updates and all things ESCR. That's not true, is it? That's all we've got time. for. I'll do it again. Thanks. That's all we've got time for today. Um, we will be back with a preview pod for Blackburn um, and then we'll be back after that for a preview pod and a reaction to the Blackburn game. Um, for more updates on all things the SCR, you can follow us on Twitter at Sleep Chelsea and Instagram at Sleep Chelsea Repeat. As always, we hope you're carefree wherever you may be and thanks for listening.